Welcome to the Player 2 Podcast with Sean and Ian, where all we do is games. Welcome everybody to episode 11 of the Player 2 Podcast with Sean and Ian. I am Sean, with me as always is Ian. Hey guys. And we are doing a little bit of a late show this week because we wanted to wait and do a breakdown of E3. So E3 just got over basically today as of recording, so... Yep. This will this episode will uh, go live tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning. And what we really wanted to do is we wanted to go through all of the announcements, talk about some of the ones that we're excited about, some of the ones that raised some questions, and just give our overall thoughts of the E3 presentation this year. Um, in my opinion, I think in its entirety, E3 was a little lackluster. I think that given my age and the time that I have to dedicate towards video games, I've <laughs> kind of had to refine and pick and choose what types of games I want to play. And there's not a whole lot that showed up that I think that I would probably invest a ton of time into. Um, was there, was it a pretty good one for you or do you think it was uh, a little uh, unpolished? I would say compared to years past, obviously a lot of this having to be, kind of mostly online these days. There's not a whole lot of in-people stuff, so it's a little different just overall the way they present a lot of this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there was a couple things that stood out to me, but mostly just because I'm a co-op nerd and me and my friend are always looking for the next co-op game to play, even if it is somewhat of a carbon copy of another game. (laughs) Uh, But, nah... It could have been better, but I think there was a couple of standouts. Awesome. Uh, so the plan today is we're just going to go through the list um, through each kind of developer, studio, that kind of stuff. Talk about the games that were mentioned. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the ones that interest us or some of the ones that kind of caused a little bit of waves online. And uh, we'll, we'll give our thoughts at the end here. Um so we'll start today off with Ubisoft. Uh, they definitely had a little bit of a list uh, yeah. of their games. Uh, it seems like they kind of kicked it off with the Rainbow Six Extraction. I guess they're starting to run out of ideas, and now they're just, you know, <laughs> aliens. Yeah, there's just... Yeah. They're so going to... <laughs> this, is what, this is exactly the game. I'm, one of the games I'm referring to when I talk about kind of carbon copies. This is more or less The Division. Yep. Just... With some Rainbow Six Siege cameo crossover characters and aliens instead of humans. Um, but I'm going to play it. I'm excited <laughs> for it. I'm a sucker for Ubisoft games. Yeah, <laughs> me, you you me do like friend. Ubisoft for sure. Yeah. We, we, so, yeah. yeah. Me and my buddy both are. We're, 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 we're there for it. So um, Then there was a new Rocksmith Plus, which looked a little interesting. That was... I, yeah. I, it sounds like it's going to be like a live service so you can help learn how to play right. guitar now. But yeah, it'll be definitely... interesting to see how that pans out. Uh, Riders Republic, which I think that was the one that was made by the people who made Steep. Um, so there's like I think so the like the glide suits and snowboards and all that other stuff. Um, I believe so. Let's see. There's a bunch of Rainbow Six Siege stuff. Uh, for yeah, Honor. they've got an expansion coming through. A couple of expansions for a lot of their live service games, Rainbow Six Siege and For Honor. We've got some larger content coming out for them. Yeah, uh, the crew is on there as well. 
Okay, yep, I see that. Uh, looks like there's a new DLC or expansion for Watchdog Legions for the eight of you that own it. Um, <laughs> a new Just Dance 2022. Right. H- how are these still games? Like, I don't know a single person who owns a Just Dance game other than like somebody who got it at like a garage sale for a nickel. Uh, yeah, on, on I, the Wii. I guess I don't know who's still buying these games, but they're—I don't know—they're out there. There's a market for them. They're they they put on a big show for them every year what surprised me the most about this is that none of the games are or none of the songs on it are current songs right like they literally put tgif from katy perry on a 2022 <laughs> track list isn't that song like five years old now uh, you know it's something like you should get some with. songs that are like within like the last year you right. know and, and keep it keep it fresh um and moving on, we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Looks like yeah. an expansion, Siege of Paris. Uh, the big one, Far Cry 6, that caused quite that's, a bit of waves. Yeah. Apparently I'd you can play as like villains from the old games, sounds like. So that's going to be, it sounds like a mode. Uh, or I think it's, it might even be a DLC on to, to 5. I'm not certain. I have to dig into it a little bit further. But there's going to be a portion in there where you can play as the uh, the villains from 3, 4, and 5. Yep. As part of just a different mode, but the whole Far Cry Six uh, is a whole new story, and it looks fantastic. Yeah, the the Far Cry games I've never played them, but every time I've seen them, they just they look beautiful. And, yeah. Um, so I mean, good for them. It's not my style of game, but damn, it looks pretty. Uh, I will yeah. I will give them credit where credits due. Um, and then we got another game that I'm still wondering who asked for is Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> um, so the first one came out a couple of years ago. It's an XCOM style strategy game, um, okay, and it's a crossover with Rabbids and the Mushroom Kingdom, and just, um, it just seemed like ever... a weird mashup, and it's a weird style of a game. Right. And um, apparently, there's a sequel, Sparks of Hope. They're they're coming out with another one uh, that'll be out next year, but. You know, it's not a game that I would spend a lot of money on, but, you know, recently Ubisoft had their forward sale and, you know, they had it on sale for like 15 bucks. And then there was a $10 off coupon for a purchase of fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> so I was going to get it for like five bucks, but somehow they were sold out of digital codes. Oh, I, I, I don't know that they were, they were just sold out of digital codes. Okay. But, so I, I couldn't get a copy of it, so I will probably never get a copy of it. <laughs> so um, I'm just I'm just wondering who ever wanted Mario plus Rabbids in the first place. That's it's gotta be two executives that just met at a bar and were like, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> they wrote it down on Rabbids, Rabbids with Mario. Yeah, and you know, you got Rosalina Rabbid and yeah. Peach Rabbid. Um and then the other one that was causing a little bit of waves and a little bit of uh, excitement was the Avatar game that yeah. has been in production for a few years. It looks pretty damn close to the movie. It does. Uh, I was in terms really of impressed. graphics. Yeah. Um, I believe it's first person, so it's not going to be like okay. an Uncharted style where you know you're, you can see a person running around. It's going to be a first person game from what I hmm. understand, but we still don't know what consoles it's going to be on. All we know is that it's coming out possibly 2022. Right. But it sounds like it's going to be, or I mean, it looks like it's going to be a very pretty game. Hopefully it's not one of those ones that's in production for eight years and then completely <laughs> flops when it comes out. Um, 
<clears throat> cyberpunk <clears throat> and right. um I, you know we got a lot of avatar movies coming up too i guess they're slated for like four or five new avatar movies every two years um Ooh. starting i believe next year um we're gonna get a new avatar movie every two years james cameron's so, been busy yeah yeah so we, we got that to look forward to Moving on to Gearbox. Uh, I know there's a game in here that you want to talk about. I don't know oh, yeah. much about it. I watched the trailer. I was surprised at the the voice cast that's in the game. But uh, the trailer tells me nothing about this game, uh, which is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. What, right. what do you know about it? So this is at least my take on what they kind of showed off. And this is why I'm really excited for it. Because I had mixed uh views of, of Borderlands 3, uh, where 1 and 2 were fantastic. So this is a spinoff of Tiny Tina, a character that came from a DLC in Borderlands 2. Uh, okay. She was very, very well-received. She was kind of surrounded by like this mystical fantasy thought process, like this D&D-style world was what she really was after, and she kind of had like those missions that surrounded and exuded that type of energy. So they're taking that idea and they're expanding it into a full game. Okay. And what makes it kind of fun is what the team at Gearbox is really good at doing is world crafting. They create these worlds and these crazy ideas that go along with them. So I think Wonderlands is a chance for them to reopen their imagination instead of being stuck in the boundaries that are the Borderlands world. Uh, and I think that's what was wrong with Borderlands 3 more than anything. It was the, the world had stagnated. And they need something fresh. And Wonderlands, I think, is going to be that freshness for them. Okay. Uh, so it, it looks looks like a lot of fun. It looks like it's basically just going to be more or less a more fantastical version of Borderlands in a more fantastical world. Okay. Um, now, do you are you familiar with Elden Ring? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say I'm a bit of a fan of From Software games, even the ones that aren't uh, Dark Souls. <laughs> So it sounds like when this trailer came out, a lot of people initially thought it was Elden Ring's trailer until like partway through because the way the trailer looked like, it looked like it was an Elden Ring, yeah, you know, game. And then all of a sudden they kind of flipped it and find out it's <laughs> Tiny Tina. Now they did announce an Elden Ring, didn't they? Yeah, so they did yeah. show off Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, is it? I, I don't even know if it's on this list anywhere. It might be in the. Well, it might be on well part two. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it at some point. If if anything, I'll mention it at the end. But yeah, they did uh, they did release a a trailer for Elden Ring. It is a real thing. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people are dead. excited about it. I've never played it, yeah. but I know a lot of people are excited about it. Featuring Gur Martin, good good old uh, Game of Thrones writer himself. Okay. Speaking of. Uh people who is in tiny tina so it's got quite the cast in it too there's a hell of a cast in there uh the biggest one probably the standout is is andy samberg i'd say it yep. sounds like he's gonna have a pretty big role which he is a funny funny dude big um, fan of brooklyn 99 so yeah and then you've got wanda sykes is in there as well just yep. a hilarious actress um and stand-up comedian Yep. She does all sorts of stuff these days. And then, uh, God, there was another, there was a third one they announced. Uh, Will Arnett. That's it. Yeah, Will yep. Arnett. Another super hilarious dude. Yeah. He, he's pretty hit or miss for me. Like, he was okay. funny as, like, Lego Batman, but, like, I don't know, there's something about his face just... 
bugs well, me. Well, you're not going to have to see his face in Wonderland. <laughs> it's like that scene in uh, Step Brothers where he's like, you know, <laughs> if you don't fix your face, I'm going to deliver this fist right into your sock hole. And he's like, is there anything I can do about it? No, it's just your face. But like, he he's funny when he does voice acting, but he just he just looks like a jerk. I'm sure he's a great right. guy, but he just he just like uh, gives off this vibe of like cocky, arrogant jerk. But I'm well, sure I'm sure that's just because you know it's not like he can help it. But you know, <laughs> he's probably a nice guy. <laughs> well, Ned, if you're listening, you've apparently got a bad case of RDF. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go next on the list. We got Xbox and Bethesda. This is a right. this is a lengthy list here. Um, it is. The, Would you go down this list? Yeah. You probably have more to talk about on this one than I do. So, yeah, and I don't own an Xbox. And after this show, I may own an Xbox. So good job, Microsoft. You, you actually kind of nailed it. And that's yeah, what I was kind of talking them. about. <laughs> now you just got to find one. <laughs> right. Kind of what I was talking about with, with, I think there was a clear standout here in the show. And I think it was just Microsoft as a whole really just swinging. They have built this up for years and years and years with Game Pass and all these things and no exclusives and no really like massive selling points for their console. And then this year they just swung for the for the, for the clouds. And I think they nailed it. So starting for them, they started with Starfield, which has been announced and teased up and down by Bethesda for ages and ages and ages. Um, I've got a couple of things I'm not super happy about with this, but it does look like a really promising game. Um, but one, I'm a little sad that Bethesda did go to the exclusive side for this game. Uh, I think there was a lot of potential. They teased it before the buyout. I think it's kind of unfair to the player base to do it that way. But again, console exclusives are competition. It is not only is it Xbox exclusive, it's Xbox Series S and Series X exclusive. Right. So you won't be able to play it on the Xbox One. Right. So, so yeah, they're also cutting out their last generation, which is interesting. The other one was, I thought, I I really thought we were done with this whole tease it, you know, 18 years before the actual release date. <laughs> so they teased the release date in the trailer pretty cleverly, I thought. Um, they showed it like on a console and everything at the very end of the trailer. Um, but it's slated for November 11th of 2022. That is so far away. That is beyond even next year's E3. Nobody would have batted an eyelash had you just not said anything this year. So it kind of makes me wonder if they've got a heavy hitting lineup, if they put all their eggs in one basket, or if they should have waited if if next year's is going to be kind of a weaker lineup without right. some extra games yeah. in there. It, it's tough to say, but I don't know. I, it looks exciting. The trailer was really, really well done. I think it's Bethesda's finally kind of stepping out and doing something a little bit different for themselves. And uh, I'm, I'm going to check it out. And I'm probably going to buy an Xbox for it. So again, <laughs> well done, Microsoft. Well, by then they well might done. be in regular supply. So Right, I would hope so. At least you got uh, that going for you. Yeah. So next on the list, Back for Blood. Uh, I don't know if you've heard too much about this, but this is kind no. of an exciting game as well. Uh, Left for Dead has been away from the the light for a long time. These are the developers, uh, Turtle Rock, doing Back for Blood, the, the people who made Left for Dead. So 
that looks like a pretty exciting game. There's going to be some PvP in there as well. 4v4, humans versus zombies, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got Contraband, which is Avalanche Studios. That's going to be um, the people who did Just Cause. So okay. that's going to be, I'm guessing, based on kind of how they showed it, a co-op Just Cause, which again, okay. sign me up. <laughs> yeah, it, so- it sounds like that one there is going to be a pretty big, pretty yeah. big release. So. Yeah, and they're they're really that's another one of those like Game Pass things where they're doing like this day one release, and they boy they really hit Game Pass hard this year. <laughs> Good yeah. on them. Yeah, I got <laughs> um, a list. I got a list of games here we can go over. Right. Well, minute. yeah, we'll go over that. Um, sea of Thieves is a little expansion there. Apparently, uh, um, Captain Jack Sparrow is going to be appearing in that. Oh, expansion. for real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yay right uh looks like something for yakuza i'm guessing like an expansion probably uh, and then there was obviously a big announcement coming from battlefield this is uh 2042 their new game that they're going to be releasing everybody's been waiting for this but no uh no um God, what's that kind of mode called? Like no Warzone mode or PUBG or Fortnite. Uh, no the battle, battle royale. royale. Yeah, no battle royale mode. God, I'd be willing to bet that it's something they'll add later on. Yeah, you know, I think I they know. did that with a few other ones too, is where the game came out, but then they added the battle royale mode. The later. battle royale for they made one for five, and it was really, yeah. really bad. Well, I think Battlefield Four had, or no, just Battlefield had a uh, had an online. Oh, maybe um, one. I, I remember I'm, seeing a lot of footage of just the Battlefield, not Battlefield Five, but the one that uh, came out when the Xbox One came out. So okay, yeah, I yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've been out of the Battlefield scene for a little while, but this one actually looks really, really good, and it sounds like they're going to have kind of a cooperative horde style mode <laughs> of some sort. So okay. again, uh, I'm I'm gonna show up for that one as well. Sure. Um, I'll let you talk about the next one. You, you yeah, been pretty excited about this. Uh, I am excited for this one. Uh, it's called 12 Minutes. It's yep. made. It's developed by Annapurna. Uh, they they've got quite a few games on their under their okay. belt that are pretty good. I actually um, last night I did a charity stream for Able Gamers, and I actually played one of their games as part of my six hour charity thon thing. Okay. And um, it was called Florence. That was an interesting game. They they're definitely they definitely shine through with the different ideas like. We always talk about how, like, I like the indie games because it's right. just fresh ideas, interesting art style. You know, they're not afraid to experiment. Uh, with this game here, it is a top-down style game. And it sounds like you've got to solve this mystery that you're in this weird kind of time loop of 12 minutes. So one of the trailers that I've seen is husband and wife is sitting at a table. And she's like, hey, I got you a present. You know, he goes, I already know what it is. It's, you know, baby clothes. You got it from here because you're pregnant. And, you know, this guy's going to show up at our door any minute. He's going to say that you <laughs> killed your you killed your dad. And she's like, what? What? You know, then, like, it all changes. Now there's, like, a new flashback. And all of a sudden now, like, you know, you're beaten down on the floor by the guy who came in the front door. She comes through the bathroom door like, hey, honey, what's up? Like, like it never happened. Whoa. And it's really cool. And it's got a, it's got a great cast to it, too. It's got Willem yeah. Dafoe. Uh, Daisy Ridley from the Star Wars movies, okay. uh, James McAvoy, 
uh, it's got a hell of a cast to it too. Yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely one that I'm interested in. Uh, they they've they've made some really interesting games. So it sounds it sounds super interesting. <laughs> it definitely sounds, especially with that cast. Like, yeah, I I think it's so underrated how good uh, some some quality acting can make. Well, it's Willem Dafoe, <laughs> right? <laughs> Willem Dafoe's amazing. <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see how it translates to doing gaming uh, acting, but uh, right. Some, sometimes it's gonna be a little awkward, but we'll see. I would love to see like a uh, a Boondock Saints game <laughs> and have Willem Dafoe come in and do all like the uh, the motion capture for it and. Like his whole, like, you know, you go through that whole scene where he's just like envisioning this whole murder, like in the game, you can like flash back and see what, it, you know, live through his vision and stuff. That'd be an awesome right. premise for a game. I don't know if you've ever seen Boondock Saints or not, but that's, that's one of my favorite movies. Like it's definitely top 10 for me. Okay. And, uh, probably one of my favorite Willem Dafoe um, performances. Uh, not, not Spider-Man. No, no, not Spider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhat of a scientist myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so next up, we've got uh, Psychonauts Two, which I, I I feel like you've played a Psychonauts game. I've I've never, never. played Psychonauts. Okay, I've never played I, Psychonauts. This is supposed to be exciting, from my understanding. This is supposed to be exciting. I know there's <laughs> a um, there's a pretty solid fan base behind the games. It's just right. something that I've ever played. Right. Um, next up on the list again with Bethesda being part of the group, we've got a whole mess of Bethesda come, uh, Bethesda stuff. So some doom stuff, we've got some fallout 76 expansions coming, some elder scrolls online expansions coming surprise, surprise. Can I just ask why the hell are they still supporting fallout 76? Um, so from my understanding, it's actually a playable game now. There's actually like NPCs now? and like it's a normal kind of Fallout co-op experience, but with some like openness so there can be people involved. But So it's gone I, the route of No Man's Sky and actually redeemed itself? From my understanding, not, not as heavily as No Man's Sky has. No Man's Sky has more than redeemed itself, I think, at this point. I think Fallout 76 has just made itself worth 20 or 30 bucks okay i'm very surprised whenever i see like anything for that game it's like really <laughs> like <Right>. why <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's i've talked to a couple of people and they've said it's it's gotten quite good and well i remember um, a few years ago when we did our old podcast mm -hmm. we this game came out and we just <laughs> obliterated it because it was just trash they were sending and, garbage bags to people and calling yeah, them yeah, quality like, leather all the pre -order, bags. The pre-order stuff. Uh, and yeah, it was just a shit show. And um, I remember just tanking on them, you know, years ago <laughs> when we had our old podcast. And oh, uh, yeah. it, it's funny that there's still a name we're talking about, a, you know, three, four years later. Right. So yeah, the game's still around. So good for them. Good for them. Uh, next up, we've got Party Animals, which is supposed to be kind of just kind of a cute uh, battle your friend and, and kind okay. of like a gang beast type game, I think. Um, okay. We've got Hades, just uh, from my understanding, coming to the console. Uh, Hades has already been on PC for a while now. It, the game has been out for like three years. Um, oh, okay. It, it keeps staggering its release on different consoles and stuff sure. like that. But yeah, I think it's been out for like two or three years now. And uh, it's just kind of picking up steam as it reaches new uh, yeah i've heard it's fantastic platforms. um 
We had Halo Infinite with another announcement for like the third or fourth year in a row. <laughs> this time their <laughs> multiplayer side of things, which surprise, surprise, Halo is going to have a multiplayer game. But what does seem like it was a little bit different if I'm understanding the trailer correctly and how they're going to do it is multiplayer is going to be like Warzone, where it is a free aspect of the game. You do not need to own Halo Infinite to play it. And then Halo Infinite will be, if you purchase it, the campaign side of it. Okay. Um, Diablo 2, the remastered coming to consoles, was announced as well. Um, not It was announced as the, at the Microsoft show, but it is also coming to PlayStation 5, um, which was really interesting as well to see Diablo 2 coming to a console. Um, if you don't mind, um, I just want to touch on yeah. like the next few games on this list because it seems like the rest of this list is part of Game Pass. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Microsoft announced a ton of stuff for Game Pass. And I don't know about you, but I think Game Pass is probably the best deal in gaming now. It, it, it And we, we hearkened back to our old podcast, and we talked about it then as well. We're going to bring Game Pass back up. And just remember, you know, we said back then it is the best, yeah, best deal in gaming. It's like to date. It still is. It was three years ago. I don't even own an Xbox. I haven't owned an Xbox in years. I own Game Pass. I use it infrequently, but I'm happy to have it. Yep. Uh, It is such an incredible service. Right. Um, so to give you an idea, um, as of E3, some of the games that were available like right away were yeah. Doom, Evil Within 2, there's four Fallout games, Wolfenstein, those are just new ones added to the list. Yeah. But they also released some information on games that are going to be available day one this year, um, which, keeping with trends, four is a five will be Which on is, Game Pass. That's, Forza that's 4 was game. amazing, and yeah. Forza 5 is it's probably a six, just as good. That's a 60 or $70 game if you go yep. along with how a lot of um, them are going these days. Now, if you want to go with an expensive game, Microsoft Flight Simulator will be free yep. on Xbox Series S and X only because I'm sure your Xbox One would explode <laughs> if it tried to run it. It would try to take off yep. itself. <laughs> uh, Hades, Among Us, 12 Minutes, which we just talked about. Okay, I'm very excited. Yep. That'll be free uh, August 19th, I believe it is. Sure. Um, and then Halo Infinite, like you just mentioned, are just some of the games that are going to be available. $60, $70 game. And like, those are all going to be available day one this wow. year. Uh, in addition to like the couple hundred games they've already got on their library, plus all the games you get for free from EA Play, and right. the Bethesda games. And right. it's just ridiculous how much quality games you get for, what is it, 15 bucks a month? I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't care what I pay. I yeah. don't even look at the charge. Uh, I am, I, I definitely will say I'm a bit more of a Sony fanboy when it comes to like the console to console basis um, and where I try to choose to play my games. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> game pass yeah killing it so something for you too is that in the future some games they've already confirmed that are going to be day one is starfield yeah so, i'm um, super excited if you get your xbox and game pass you don't even have to buy the game you'll right. get it for free again uh, another 70 dollars game playstation yep. your your 
PS Now and your PS Plus <laughs> has nothing on this. No. Um, Outer Worlds 2, the sequel to the uh, to the other game from a yep. couple years ago, was actually pretty good. Like, I didn't get through it. I'm not a first-person kind of guy, but I actually did play it. And it, was, it was pretty fun. Okay. Um, Contraband, we talked about earlier. Yep. Uh, Plague Tale, Redfall, Replaced, Slime Rancher 2, which my kids play the hell out of Slime Rancher 1. I have no I idea. I played the first that. one. You played, played Slime Rancher? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. What I don't even know what the game is. Like they just walk um, around sucking up slimes and throwing them in a box. Like I, I don't know what the object is. More or is. less, it it really is pretty literal. The name. Think of like um, just um, like a harvest moon, but you're doing it with slimes. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. You know, like I said, they're just killing it with Game Pass. And um, is is uh, is the ridiculous. ascent uh, is the ascent on there as a Game Pass game? Um, I believe it is. I can double check. I get the okay. The That's here. a game I'm excited for because they announced. Uh, we talked about the ascent, which is kind of like a top down, almost Diablo style shooter hack and slash game. Just again, another co op game for me and my friends to play because I'm a sucker. You're, you're a sucker? Yeah. For for a co op game? Yeah. I'm always yeah. a sucker for a co op game. If you want if you enjoy those kind of goofy games like Gang Beasts where it's got those weird physics and you want something to play with your friend. Mm-hmm. Um last night I actually played a game on my stream called Moving Out. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh yep, yep, yep. It was it was pretty damn fun. It uh, reminds me it, of like Overcooked, but yeah, it's like Overcooked meets company. Gang Beast. Yeah, because you got the weird grabbing physics where you walk around with your arms like all over the place, and everything <laughs> is just you know weird, and uh, you're just trying to grab furniture out of these houses, and in the meantime, you're like ripping cords out of the wall, you're breaking windows, you're just tossing TVs out the windows, and yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, now you asked for the ascent. Um, yeah. I don't see it on the list. list. I see. I feel like it probably will be, but other than the ones I mentioned, I see Party Animals, Atomic Hearts, Somerville. Um, I, I can't read the titles on those. And Stalker Two. Um, sure. God, that's such a crazy list. Good it for is. Them. It is ridiculous. How? Oh, wait, no. The ascent is right there. Uh, this year, oh, okay. play play day one this year. The ascent. Yeah. Cool. So that is on the on the Game Pass list. There we go. So they're just slaying it. They are. They're definitely killing it. So um, I think probably time to move on to the, what Square Enix got up. Yeah, it's time to start stop uh, tugging on Xboxes. Yeah, Xbox, you killed it. I think you were really <laughs> the highlight of the show. Honestly, in my opinion, um, good for you guys. Uh, keep it up. <laughs> so the Square Enix one. Uh, nothing really moved the needle for me. Uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters, they're they are kind of cool, but I don't really have any interest in going back and playing the old Final Fantasies. Right. Um, you know, and it's just a pixel for pixel remaster. I don't know how that's all that interesting, but... Yeah, um, it's going to hit a nostalgia factor for a lot of people, I think. It's unfortunately going to devalue a lot of those original games, I believe, because, like... Final Fantasy three is pretty expensive and it's a collector's yep. item, but uh, I mean, eh. I mean, in the, for the collector's cool. market, I don't think it's going to change for the collector's market. Collectors are looking true. for physical copies, you know, that's and true. I don't think it's going to 
I don't think anybody's collecting Final Fantasy three so they can actually play it. I guess um, that's true. <laughs> so, but the big, the big game that everyone seems to be talking about is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, game. it's kind of similar to the Marvel Avengers game that came out and was garbage last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look that it doesn't move the needle for me. It like I, I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I have no interest in playing games based in the Marvel Universe just because sure. it's just who cares? Um, I mean, it, the graphics look cool, but I'm just expecting another Marvel Avengers where there's going to be something wrong or they're going to change the formula because didn't they? Did they kind of change up Marvel Avengers to have some kind of program that makes the game damn near inaccessible? For people? Um, I don't remember what it was. There was there was something to it. I don't remember. I did yeah. play like the beta or the open the the server test basically, and it was okay. The graphics were good, but the characters were really weirdly designed. So They're really off putting. Like they a little didn't more look, cartoony. Yeah, they didn't look like themselves. <laughs> They just look like weird generic versions of themselves. Sure. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if Guardians of the Galaxy is if it is Marvel's Avengers, that's fine as long as they've learned from, from the their mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. I don't know. It's Square Enix. They're yeah. I, I love their company. I love a lot of the things that they do, but they are definitely prone to repeating their mistakes several times over right. before they learn. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Avengers, there is a Black Panther expansion coming yeah. out surprise, um, surprise. life Babylon's, is strange yeah babylon's fall was supposed to be something interesting but the trailer didn't really sure. reveal much um some games i've never played life is strange remaster collection and life is strange true colors yeah um, so you know that i'm a sucker for indie games and yep. when i saw the trailer for true colors you know it started off with this cool art style the characters were you know line animated and all that stuff and i was like oh okay well what is this i might be interested then it cut into like your typical life is strange graphics and it's like oh oh never mind <laughs> it's like you know it's like it's just the grat like the art style is not that interesting to me and right. i the, the game itself i know my daughter's played a couple of the chapters of the original but i've never I've never jumped into them because it just doesn't look that interesting to me, but yeah, people like you, them. I mean, it's a, it's a popular series, so it won't catch me playing them, but they, I know they're, they're... Oh, come on now. <laughs> I don't need, I'm not in my teen years, man. I don't need to discover myself. That's what that game's all about. <laughs> you're, you're past discovering yourself at this point. Yeah. Uh, um, do you know what stranger of paradise paradise is? Uh, Final, Final fantasy, fantasy origin. origin. I did. I actually, I watched a trailer for this. It was, it, it's like, um, it looks like it's a Final Fantasy inspired game, but it just looks like it's using Final Fantasy characters. It's from the people that made, um, Heavenly Sword, um, Team oh, Ninja. Yeah. yeah. Team okay. Ninja. So interesting. It, it looks like a hack and slash story based game that has some Final Fantasy aspects to it. Okay. Uh, moving on to like the PC Game there's show. a lot. There's, there's a lot, a lot on the list, but and a lot nothing that doesn't that's matter. great. Right. Uh, so we can just touch on a few uh, that interest us. I think you had some yeah, opinions on Dying, Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2 is probably the biggest one on this list, I would say. Um, there's a couple other like 
okay ones, I guess. But for at least for me personally, this is the biggest one on the list. I mean, Hello um, Neighbor 2 is not on your top games to play right you now? You know, it's like number two. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. And then it's really, it's up there right with the Jurassic World Evolution 2. But <laughs> anyways, uh, so Dying Light 2 is obviously the sequel to Dying Light. It's supposed to just be taking everything that Dying Light was and kind of expanding upon it. Um, their big thing that they're pushing and talking about is um, how the choices that you make kind of decide the way that the world changes. And they're really, really pushing that aspect, which is, a, I think, a big calling for a company to actually achieve a world that changes based on your choices. We've heard it a thousand times and it's never really truly happened. Um, so we'll see what they do, but it looks promising. Dying Light, the, the original game was supported with DLC and content updates for like five years after it released. So they really put their, their time into it and, uh, I'm excited to play it. Okay. Uh, any other games on the list? I mean, Hello Neighbor 2. I know that that series is pretty popular. Um, other than that, EVE Online Academy. Um, yeah. Icarus, is that literally... It can't be another kid. It's not Kid Icarus. It can't no, that'd be on Nintendo. Not, not that um, I'm aware of. Citizens. Yeah, there's not a whole lot on the PC list that really moves the needle or does anything for me. Um, so unless there's something else you want to talk about on the PC uh, list, we can... There's, yeah, there's not a whole lot. Just kind of to blow through a couple things. Um some of the bigger announcements or things that like got bigger trailers that made it around through the internet was like Orcs Must Die 3, yep. Lemonis Gate. Um, we had, um, I had seen some stuff for like Hello Neighbor 2, as you said, Jurassic World Evolution 2, uh, Chaos Demon Hunters. It's a Warhammer 40k game. Um, what else? That was really about it. That kind of made it through. So, yeah, I th- I'd okay. say that's all worth that's all that's worth mentioning. Okay. So then going on to the Futures game show, not a lot that I know about. I know there's a overcooked, some overcooked stuff coming out. That's a very yep, popular, and, popular series. Two um, Point Campus, uh, sequel to Two Point Hospital. You know, that yep. people generally like that. And then um, Eldest Souls was Eldest the game. Souls, yep. Um, I forget what that one was based off of, but uh yeah darkest not... dungeon that's it okay honey i joined a cult i, I don't know what the hell that is but hmm. uh i i may look it up later just because the title <laughs> has me intrigued right uh it sounds like it'd be something like right up my alley it's some stupid title like <laughs> honey i joined a cult and you know stuff like that so i, I might check that one out later right. just because of the stupid title on it clever but, name um, yeah and let's uh, see. I, I saw like uh, a screenshot of this Ollie Ollie World. I think yep. that one was supposed to be a little bit of a bigger deal. Ollie Ollie World. Was there previous games to the Ollie Ollie? Because it just seems like it's very familiar. Say so. Oh, is it a skateboarding game? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. It has a very. I swear there was other Ollie Ollie games. That name sounds very familiar, but the art style reminds me a lot of Rocket Power. Do you remember Rocket Power? Oh, yeah. Yep. It definitely has that feel to it for sure. Just 
taking a look yeah. at the trailer right now. There was there was old just like Ollie Ollie game and Ollie Ollie two like okay. So there were old oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not crazy. There, there's, nope. It's a new one from something. Okay. Uh the indie showcase had nothing for me. Like for someone Moonlander. who loves Moonlander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's not a typo. Is it Moonlander or is it supposed to be Moonlander? Uh, oh, God, it, is, it is Moolander. Wait, it is hold Moolander. on. Um, well, the art style. Oh, yeah, there's cows. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, this is not uh, the secret cow level. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely Moolander. Um, <laughs> that, even though that title is stupid, I just saw some of the gameplay and it's. No, I'm 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 okay on that one. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's see, Cat What's Cafe it? Manager. I don't know what that is. That definitely sounds like a mobile game. Yeah, it something my does. my wife would love to play. Oh yeah, she likes Open those your own mobile cat games. cafe. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me uh take a look at this because oh shit, you know what? Yeah, it's definitely just like. You have a cafe and there's yeah. cats roaming around it. Uh, there, there's this game that my kids play on my phone. I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's literally just like a backyard and you have to attract cats to stay in it. Oh, or it's like uh, some Japanese name. Um, Nekipuro or something like that. Uh, shoot. Yeah, my yeah. wife played that at one point. <laughs> yeah, my kids <laughs> have played that too. And I remember it being on my phone and. Now they have some other game that has to do with the cats. So like right in, like in the middle of the night, we're sleeping. And all of a sudden, like the alerts are literally a cat meowing. <laughs> and so in the middle of the night, out of nowhere, just hear meow. And we're like, Morris what the hell is enough. that? Like, yeah, Morris isn't enough, and Lucy's not enough. And, you know, now we got our phones meowing at us. So perfect. Um, yeah, we we shut that one down pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, I mean, that takes care of those. We got Capcom. Um, yeah. You know, they're they didn't talk about a ton of stuff, but what they did talk about couple. was relatively big yeah. ones. Uh, Resident Evil Village Reverse, which is going to be their online multiplayer, I believe. Yep, um, which actually looks kind of interesting. It's something that they've been testing in a couple of their games for for a couple of years now. It sounds like they're going to actually make it into its own little game and okay. and and make it a little better. So, interested to see what happens. And then we got Monster Hunter Stories 2, the sequel to the beloved uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter game, Monster Hunter Stories. Yeah. So that We'll see that's how that one goes. Coming. There's going to be a Monster Hunter Rise Stories crossover. Surprise, And surprise. the great Ace Attorney. Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing that's just a remaster of all the Ace Attorney games in a one Is the Ace game. Attorney the one with the, with the dog detective? Uh, no. No, that's uh, Sam and Max, right? Yeah. Okay, Ace right. Ace uh Ace is the he's got the black kind of spiky hair that shoots behind his head and he's always pointing oh. at the camera. It's super anime. It's like objection. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I, I know which one that is. Yeah. I don't know why I was getting that confused with that Sam and Max like dog detective. <laughs> I I don't know why. So hey, um yeah. so then finally the the one that a lot of people were waiting your for. Your favorite show. The one probably, that you were probably looking most forward to. In all honesty, for everything E3, I did not watch anything, but I woke up to watch this with my son because yep. he wanted he wanted to watch it. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll watch it. And I kind of mm. wish I had gotten that sleep 
but that's okay. Um, opened up with, I don't know, did you watch it? I did not. Okay. So the very beginning of it, big stormy cliff, and you just see somebody carrying Ganondorf's dead body. Just okay. limp in someone's arms and then just throw him off the side of a cliff. And Metal. I, I think it was supposed to trick you into thinking it was some kind of Zelda news because it was Ganondorf. Somebody killed Ganondorf. You know, who's right. this big bad? And then it just turns out to be Kazuya from Tekken for a new <laughs> Smash character. And to be honest with you, he's basically a Ryu or a Ken ripoff. Right. He's just another martial art fighter. Um, I, I really think they're getting lazy with a lot of the Smash Brothers characters. I think they're running out of ideas. Or yeah, licensing, one of the there's two. There's so many characters that people want. And I understand there's licensing issues and right. that kind of stuff. But who the hell asked for Kazuya? Who was right. like, I want a Tekken character in Smash Brothers, you know? I, I, I don't know where they're getting these characters from, but... You know, I mean, they, I haven't been think, impressed by any characters for Smash in a long time. You, you would think that Sony would be willing to work with them on some of their stuff, like a Sly Cooper or a Jack and Daxter or a Ratchet and Clank, because they've used, be kind of cool. I mean, they yeah, got Banjo Kazooie, right? And they've got uh, they've had Snake from Metal Gear, which yeah, be it it wasn't necessarily a PlayStation property; it was heavily PlayStation only for a long time. Well, you know, Sony had that game out quite a few years ago, like PlayStation All-Stars, where they had like Nathan Drake and Laura Croft and right. Kratos and all that stuff in their own little Battle Royale game to try to compete with Smash. And it was garbage. It was bad. Know? And I don't see why they wouldn't just be like, hey, yeah, let's let Nathan Drake or, you know, hey, Kratos can right. can jump in there or, you know, something along those lines. Because I, I think the- those would be relevant. Right. Because I... Is Tekken there? Are they? They're still making Tekken games. They are. Yep. Really, and mm-hmm. um, it just seemed like I don't know. Like I saw this guy, I was like Tekken. Really? Like that's that's where right. we're going with with that. Well, there's but, just, there, there's so many properties that even Nintendo has that yeah. they could put in here that they haven't done, and it's just it's just weird the things that they're Groose. choosing. We need Groose in <laughs> Smash. Um, see, the problem is that. Whenever they introduce a new character for Smash, I'm not going to buy the character, but it's still going to cost me money. Right. Because if they release a character for Smash, what else do they release with it? An amiibo. Right. And I collect them. I've got every damn one of them. <laughs> um, I've been, I was refreshing all day for the new Metroid 2-pack, and pre-orders have been sold out, so I'm just waiting for them to kind of pop a few more on there to try to catch one, but... It's getting so annoying. Like every time I'm like, okay, I'm good for a little while. They're like, here's another one. Like shit. And uh, so, so you know they're never they're never gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I don't understand Nintendo's philosophy when they create artificial scarcity of their products. Right. It's it's ridiculous um, that they do that because I understand you want your products to have value to them. But at the same time, don't you want your customers to be able to get your product? Right. You know, and I think that's the one thing that's tough about being in the Amiibo uh, community is that, you know, for a while you could get, you could just walk into a store and get 
any new amiibo that was coming out. And now all of a sudden they're getting harder to find. Like the most recent Monster Hunter ones, I couldn't find it anywhere. I had to order them from Japan. <laughs> and it's it's dumb that I have to import from other right. countries. Now I've got five different Amazon accounts, like for five different countries. <laughs> yeah, because I have to order amiibo from five different countries just to make sure I don't miss out on them in the US because for some reason they're gung ho on making them GameStop exclusives and GameStop's like the trashiest company when it comes to well doing anything. No, they're really good at the stock market. Yeah, they're they're really good at stonks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> move, moving on from Nintendo. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, just uh, moving down the list, moving, moving away down from, the list from um, Ultimate. Yeah, we we already talked about Life is Strange, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, Worms, a whole Rumble. lot of whole lot of ports. Yeah, uh, we got Worms, a new Worms game, um, Astria Ascending. It's mm, just another nothing. anime style game, I believe. Okay. Um, Two Point Campus. That was the sequel to Two Point Hospital. Yeah. Uh, Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania. I, I got into it a little bit with a friend on Twitter about this. <laughs> He's really excited for it, and I think he got mad that I called it a port because he says it's not a port. It's just they they improved the graphics and add, added some new modes. So I'm like, okay, so it, it it's a port with a fresh coat of paint. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like a re, like a remaster. It's basically kinda. a remaster. Yeah. yeah, um, I've played these games a little bit, and they're, I mean, they're they're fun. they're fine. You know, it's probably a game that could just be a mobile game at this point, right? Um, you know, tilt controls, steer the ball down a hill, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, next game, Mario Party Superstars. I would be excited for this game if Super Mario Party was never a thing. Uh, <laughs> just because Super Mario Party was so bare bones. It had four maps. The online mode was only you could play mini games. You couldn't play the board. It took them two yep. years. Two years later, they're finally like, here. You can play with friends now. After pretty much nobody plays this game. Oh, anymore. really? The, the reason I bought the game is now finally becoming available. Yeah, yeah, it's like an <laughs> online mode for a party game uh, should be the standard. If that wasn't quintessential Nintendo, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's just Nintendo's mo. Like they just know that they, they don't can, know anything they, about the internet. <laughs> they're probably still on AOL. It's <laughs> you know, they, like they just got broadband and they're like, "Where's that screeching noise?" Right? They just don't understand, you know. No place um, to plug in a phone cord to the, to the <laughs> right. switch. Uh, the the next one that, like I said, I, I I had some words with a friend about, which was Metroid Five Dread. It's like I don't play Metroid games like ever, but I know the only Metroid game I ever hear anything about is Metroid Prime Four. They sure. announced that back in twenty seventeen, I believe it was. Okay, and it's been dead silence since i don't think there's been any footage there hasn't been any talk about it it's almost like the game just disappeared and then their you know their idea of keeping the series alive was like here's federation force and here's <laughs> a remaster of the old metroids and then they're they got metroid 5 which is like you know a continuation you know it's been 19 years since 
a 2D Metroid mainline game. Right. Um, but and I'm, I'm sure that there's there's, pro- there's a market for it, obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't make the game. Right. But it just bugs the hell out of me. Even for a game that I'm not going to play, it bugs the hell out of me that this game was announced four years ago and there's been nothing on it ever since. I, I think, at least if 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 I think things are going the way that they're going, the Switch is getting old. So my thought process is that's going to be a launch title for Switch 2, whatever the heck it ends up being. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I mean, there was no announcement on any hardware stuff for right. Nintendo either, so we don't know when that's going to be. Maybe uh, later this year. They Nintendo does their own stuff kind of whenever the heck they want. And E3 yeah. has always been a lackluster time for them. Yep. So we got Cruising Blast, which I don't. Is that made by the same people who do like Cruising USA and Cruising World? Because the the gameplay uh, kind of looked the same. Like, you know, those cars and all that stuff. But then I saw right. somebody like driving a unicorn, and okay. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's part of the whole canon of like Cruising World and Cruising USA. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe I, I would check the trailer and tell you, but Nintendo is hardcore anti-internet again <laughs> and took all the videos down. So, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. This is a port. Yeah. Mario Golf Super Rush. Basically, no new information on that. There was just uh, some more footage like, hey, don't forget this comes out in 10 days. Yeah. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for it. I'm going to get it because... I'm a big fan of uh, arcade style golf games like yep. Hot Shots Golf, Everybody's Golf, that kind of stuff. So I'm definitely going to get this one. And uh, when it comes out, I'd like to try to get a a live game going with some sure. friends. It'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I talked about Monster Hunter Stories already. Yep. WarioWare. It's like, is, is WarioWare a game that people really are just clamoring for? Because I've played... Uh. Some WarioWare before, and it got old after 20 minutes. Right. It's definitely one of those things where, like, you kind of got to play it with a bunch of friends. It's just like a party game, you Is know, as okay. as Nintendo does. It's just really kind of a party gimmick game. Okay. Uh, Shibigami Tensei um, 5. Um, That's supposed to be a big deal, I yep. believe. Yeah, the Shibigami Tensei games are... It's been around since, I believe, the NES. Uh, okay. It's been around for a long time. The art style is kind of cool. It's definitely a um, it's like a gravity rush kind of art style. Oh, in, sure. In that sense, and so I, it looks interesting. Probably not something I'm going to pick up, but it, it's definitely it's definitely one of those titles that you know they're, they're probably going to push a little bit more closer right. to release. Um, Danganronpa Decadence. I know. Those have it, been around forever, yeah, both in anime. Time. And, yeah. The the one big one that I kind of saw was Fatal Frame. Yeah. That's uh that's kind of interesting. First first new Fatal Frame and up So your years. weapon's a camera? Oh yeah. It, it, sorry. I mis mispronounced the name of the game. It's Pokemon <laughs> Snap Lavender Town Edition. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's just where Resident Evil Snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resident (laughs) Evil Snap, Pokemon Snap, Lavender Town Edition. It just you you got a camera and you take pictures of scary things. But it's it's a big deal. It's it's been around forever. It's always been a pretty pretty scary game. So one of their first release titles in in a long time. Sure. 
Then there's the Doom Eternal expansion. Yep. And one that I'm kind of questioning, like, why is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, like the one that they just released, the remaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming to Switch. I don't know about you, but it just doesn't seem like that's a game that will translate well in terms of graphics to the Switch. Um, it's just such a I mean, fast-moving right. game. It just, it just feels like... If you're going to play Tony Hawk, you should be playing it on like Xbox or PlayStation because you'll get the best experience out of it. Right. I don't know. I guess I guess just versus even the game you mentioned before, I think I'd rather play Tony Hawk Pro Skater on a Switch over Doom Eternal. But yeah, it's it's definitely not one of those games I think I could really see myself like being on a bus or a train or a plane and being like, yeah, I'm doing Tony Hawk stuff. <laughs> like it's more about kind of it's always been more about playing with your friend like side by side couch co-op like that's that's the Tony Hawk experience in my book that was how THPS was always at its high yeah uh, we talked about Mario Rabbids already yeah. Advanced Wars um, that's a remaster of the first yeah. two it's, games which they, yeah. they were really good uh, my friends as a kid I never played them but my friends as a kid loved them then Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, more expansion pass stuff, yep. which I, my, my son has the game. He's played it quite a bit. I don't think he's finished it. He's played it quite a bit, but it just doesn't seem like it's that fun of a game. You just walk in and just slash away these hordes of enemies. <laughs> it's, it seems yeah. repetitive to me. And uh, uh, is this game canon? Do you know? Like, um, is, it, is it actually canon? So it is, from my it understanding, is. part of it is actually canon. I don't know if the story is. Don't quote me on that. Uh, my buddy played through it. I I never felt like playing a Dynasty Warriors game right. on the Switch. Uh, so Hyrule Warriors, as much as I love... It, I love the, the Legend of Zelda world and the Dynasty Warriors game, so you'd think it'd be a perfect marriage for me. I just haven't picked it up, but... Um, yeah, I'm a, I, again, I'm a sucker for stupid games. Uh, <laughs> that would be right on my list of things to play, but I've never played it. Uh, but yeah, if for anybody who's ever played a Dynasty Warriors game or Gundam Warriors or Hyrule Warriors or Pirate Warriors or anything from Omega Force, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, a couple more Zelda things. We've got Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Some... Which is cool. Yeah, I mean... Let, let's be honest, Skyward Sword is probably the worst of the 3D Zelda games. Yeah. It's, it's very hand-holdy. It's linear. It's not that great. Right. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to pick it up just because I love Zelda, but uh, I'm. I probably won't even play it just because <laughs> the the game is not that good. The only thing that's good about it is Groose, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he's definitely not in it enough, but. Um, you know, I, I, I pre-ordered the Amiibo for this one, too. And, oh, uh, you know, good, good for me. I had to get it from fucking GameStop. And, <laughs> uh, you know, $25 plus they charge $6 for shit. I paid $30 damn dollars for this Amiibo. That should have run you 15 every, Yeah, they're, they're getting more expensive because the Amiibo seem to be getting a lot bigger. Um, oh, sure. But, you know, it was, again, pre-order issues. I couldn't get it anywhere, so I had to settle and just order it from GameStop. And right. pay a higher price because the GameStop doesn't have free shipping unless you spend tons of money with them. And uh, right, but I, I got it. 
the uh, the Zelda game and watch. You know what is big deal, that? but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna get it. Like I got the I got the Mario game and watch for my son for Christmas. And essentially, okay. it's a little handheld. I, I've actually got it behind me. Uh, it, obviously, people can't see it, but right. it's essentially a little handheld game and watch. And it's got Super Mario One on it. It's got you know different stuff like that. Oh, and you can just so kind of play on it. It's pre-built sure. into like a little game and watch. So it's gonna um, have some of the original Zeldas. This one here is going to have three. It's going to have Zelda 1, Zelda 2, and Link's Awakening Game Boy Edition. Oh, cool. Um, so it's going to have those three, plus it's going to be your standard game and watch kind of game. It's called, uh, I want to say like Zelda Bop It or something like that, where okay. it's like it's like a Link. It's got two arms and a hammer, and you've kind of followed these little dirt trap dirt paths up. You just kind of bonk the molds as they come up. Sure. It's just, a, you know, how high of a score can you get kind of thing. You know, your right. typical endless runner game and watch style um again i'm a zelda fan i'll probably get it just to have it in my collection but um yeah i think the the biggest news out of nintendo do you have something to add for the no i was just saying and and that was it for the nintendo show right there was definitely no No. other (laughs) i i think there was maybe one other thing but i don't know if we need to talk about it or not yeah um oh yeah there was there was also breath of the wild the sequel, stuff. yeah, the the sequel. Sure. Um, I don't know what to think of. I'm I'm excited for it. I enjoyed the first one. Um, I hundred percented it, except for picking up all the Korok seeds because I don't have that kind of patience. But um, <laughs> I I one hundred percented the original one with the exception of that. Yeah. Uh, this one here apparently it expands into the sky. So there's okay. you know there's world above the land now and. There's new abilities like they they showed one where you kind of warp through solid ground. Okay. Um. So like if you're under a bridge, you can kind of phase through it a little bit. Sure. Which may add some interesting combat mechanics. You know, if you're being chased by something, you can duck underground, runs over you, then you jump out and run back the other way. You know, some yeah. dodging mechanics might be kind of interesting. And um, you know, it, it seems like. My vision for Breath of the Wild 2, I, I don't want to get too hyped up about it because I right. feel like it's still going to fall a little short of what I think it should be. Um, anybody who's listened to the show before knows that I love Genshin Impact. And I feel like Genshin Impact is what Breath of the Wild could have been. Correct. Um, you know, because in Genshin Impact, there's literally endless things to do. There's always something to do. And... In Breath of the Wild, the world feels empty. Right. So I'm hoping that in Breath of the Wild 2, there is more stuff to do. And I, I really hope that it's got something where even when the game is done, there's daily things you can do to you know make the game interesting. It's something that you want to come back to. Uh, I have completed Final or not Final, uh, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and I've never gone back to it. Right. You know, I just hope that Breath of the Wild 2 has something end game that makes the game worth coming back to once, sure. once you've completed the story. Yeah, yeah, and I know they they tried to do it with some of the expansions with like the challenge stuff and, and yeah. the, the random dungeons and all that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love Legend of Zelda and I really liked the first Breath of the Wild. Yep. And... 
it'll be interesting to see how how this one goes. I am interested to see if they're able to kind of nail down the open world aspect of it because I thought Breath of the Wild, in terms of the the open world itself, not necessarily the busyness of it, but the terrain, how you traversed it, all that I thought was really really well done. Yep. Uh, it just needs a little more excitement, just a little more something to you know, take your mind off of things, something to sidetrack you from from your main quest, something that makes you get off oh, your horse and go. Breath of the Wild had enough stuff to, to, you know, sidetrack you off the main quest. Right. You know, but the problem is that... But I'm talking like, even when you're done. It didn't replenish. Like, you know, right. it wasn't like, you know, there's always constantly, like, little fetch quests or just, you know, people that needed help randomly around the world that just kind of randomly spawned or anything yep. like that. You know, it was just... There was always stuff to find, but then once you found it, you never needed found. to find it again. Right. Yeah, so I just think they need to add more life into the Breath of the Wild world. Right. As in, you know, having more than like, what was it, like two villages? I think there was like Kakariko Village. I think there was like one other one, Hatino, Hatino Village. Was there yeah. another one? And then um, there was like the three or four larger cities, but there wasn't, I suppose there was like the little bird bird village. And then, um, yeah, I uh, had the, the, the water. People. Just, they just weren't that exciting. I think they need to, I think they need to expand on these cities and make them more interesting to explore. Maybe making them a little bit bigger. Um, I'd like to know. see a different world. I just, why yeah. is it got to be calamity again? Why does it have to take place in Hyrule? Well, Skyward Sword takes place in the sky. Uh, sure. Have you played Skyward Sword? No. Okay, Skyward Sword takes place literally the city in the clouds. Okay. And being that now Breath of the Wild has the ability to, you know, traverse the sky, you know, diving and flying and all that stuff. I'm wondering if they're going to be able to introduce more the cloud the cloud cities and you know the exploration in the clouds because you could you could find all kinds of cool stuff if you were flying around the clouds in Skyward Sword. Sure. Um, so it's very possible that there may be some cities in the sky if it follows the trend of Skyward Sword, where it literally is a city in the sky. Right. So yeah, it, it's got some potential because I think that was one of those things that was really charming about. Uh, um, oh, I had it and I lost it. Um, the cartoony-looking Toon Toon Link Wind, Wind Waker. Waker. That was what was really charming about Wind Waker, aside from the cartooniness of the game, uh, was that it was just it was different. It was a totally different world. Uh, something that you got to explore and it was fresh and different and you knew you weren't going to Hyrule Castle all the time and you... It was Waterworld. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny is um, we were just talking about Genshin. Um, There's currently an event going on in Genshin Impact where you visit these places. It's called the Golden Archipelago... Golden Apple Archipelago. And it's a series of islands in the ocean. And how do you get there? A boat. Buy a boat. Yep. I'm like, this is essentially Wind Waker. Like, this, yep. is, this is Wind Waker <laughs> in Genshin. And it's just funny because every day there's like, you know, they add new things to do every single every single day. New story, right. you know, a little bit of the story each day, but then they like refresh chests and, you know, daily, uh, you know, challenges and stuff you can do, which is cool. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's, it's essentially Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. So, but uh, do you have anything else to add about E3? Uh, not a whole lot. No, I think um, overall E3 wasn't as great as years past. I think we both agree on that. Uh, there are a few games that yeah, yeah, we're kind of excited for, but there's also a lot of games where are just like, why? Who cares? Right. And obviously there's a market for all of those games. Somebody's excited about them somewhere, but I just think overall it was very uninspired E3. Yeah. Um, I'm very surprised that Nintendo didn't have, like they have a ton of stuff that they've announced before. I'm surprised that Breath of the Wild 2 was the only thing they really touched on. Right, like you the know? only big thing. You know it's not the only big thing that they're doing this year. They always have big stuff going on. So, But again, it's usually not their type of show. So we'll see what they do in a month yep. or so. I was really hoping for some kind of mainline Mario game. Right. Splatoon 3 news. Um, you know, anything along those lines. But we got basically a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Yeah. but And Kazuya. And Kazuya. And, <laughs> you know, 20 bucks out of my pocket. So There you go. But that's going to be it for the E3 breakdown show. Uh, if you have anything to add to what we said, if there's any games that you're excited for or any games that you think are going to be a complete shit show, uh, feel <laughs> free to uh, join the Discord. Feel free to reach out on Twitter uh, or any other social medias and, uh, you know, chat about the show with us and the rest of the community. Um, again, real quick, before we go, um, I would just like to thank the Twitch community and the podcast community, everybody who listens that, uh, contributed to the charity stream we did on Monday. Uh, I had a goal of reaching $150 for able gamers, which if you're not aware, able gamers is a charity that helps, uh, create accessibility for video games for people with disabilities and handicaps. Uh, you know, and there, there's, there's a bit of a connection with that for me, uh, with my dad having a stroke in 91, basically paralyzing his left side. He loved video games and that was a huge, you know, change for him to try to learn how to play video games in one hand. And it's nice that there's an organization that, you know, helps people be able to go back and play video games when they otherwise may not have been able to. And, uh, we hit our goal of $150 and, um, I'm very thankful for everybody who helped, uh, helped us meet our goal. Um, I do it every year uh, for my my yearly celebration for reaching a Twitch affiliate status. And, um, you know, I think over the past couple of years, we've raised like 500 some dollars for different charities. Nice. Um, so, again, I just want to thank everybody who contributed, uh, listeners, viewers, and, uh, you know, just anybody who happens to stumble upon this at one point and found me on Twitch and donated. Um, so th thank you everybody for, for helping out with that. But, uh, if you have nothing left to add in, no. I think that's where I'd like to leave it off. Yeah. And, um, I believe we've got about one more episode. I believe May so. Maybe, maybe two, um, left of season one and then we'll be, we'll be off for a few weeks before we start season two. Um, so anyways, like I said, thank you everybody for, for tuning in. We'll see you again in about a week. Thank you yeah. guys. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the Player 2 Podcast with Sean and Ian. 
You can find us on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at RNG Streams to keep up to date on new episodes, support the show, and submit ideas to discuss on future episodes. Music by Aaron Lennon. Voiceover by Ian Scott. A special thanks to our guests and supporters that make this possible.